Hi. Welcome to Talking and Reading from Japan. I'm your host, Hidemi Woods. Here, I'm reading episodes from the books I wrote and talk about them or anything that pops up in my mind. I hope you enjoy with me. Today, I'll read an episode from my book titled An Old Tree in Kyoto. Today's episode I'm reading is called the War Reward Certificate. It's about my late grandfather's certificate that he had treasured all his life. The War Reward Certificate. I answered the phone from my grandfather on my mother's side one day when I was in junior high. I sensed something wrong at once from his unusually somber tone. He wanted to talk to my mother and she began to tell him repeatedly to wait right there. My grandfather called her to let her know he was going to kill himself. He picked up the payphone at the train station before he took a train to a place where he had chosen to die and said goodbye to my mother. My father rushed into the car to get to the station while my mother stayed home in case my grandfather called again. My father caught him at the station, asked him what was going on, and persuaded him not to take the train. As he didn't want to return home, my father checked him in at the hotel near the station. My mother joined there and they talked him out of killing himself. She came home at night and told me what had happened. As an old custom in Japan, a married couple used to live with the spouse's parents. My grandparents on my mother's side lived with their another daughter and her husband and they had tackled everyday arguments and disputes. The center of their domestic troubles was often my grandmother. She finally got mad at my grandfather, who had always steered himself away the troubles and stayed out of quarrels. He was a war veteran of World War II, and had a reward certificate from the government. She picked it up, said, Is this piece of paper making you some kind of honorable man? And tore it before his eyes.
Without saying a word, he left home for Atami, which was a Japanese popular seaside resort where my grandparents once visited on their honeymoon. Thankfully, he ended up staying at a hotel with my father instead of committing suicide there. When my grandmother called my mother about his disappearance that night, my mother made her worry all night to punish her by telling a lie that she didn't know his whereabouts. Next day, he calmed down and went home safely. He just told my grandmother he had been in Atami for sightseeing, that she had believed until she died. He was always a quiet, gentle, tolerant man who never seemed suicidal. The war reward certificate must have meant a lot to him, probably a token of his desperate survival for his beloved wife. His choice of a place to die showed their honeymoon was the best time of his life. That was today's episode. It was one of my memories about my late, my favorite uh, grandfather on my mother's side. He was such a gentle, kind, calm, quiet man. And I really, really liked him. Um, people like him um, as well. He was a likable man and because um, he was, uh, although he was a quiet man, everybody liked him, so much so that he once um, became a, a mayor of a small town where he lived. And uh, my grandparents was a nice couple, a happily married couple who got along well each other so much. Um, in those days, uh, not so many couples were happily, happily married because um, they used to um, get married by an arranged marriage. So it was uh, um, 
not marriage like it is now, but the one of the tools to connect families, to make ties between families for families' interest. But uniquely, my grandparents on my mother's side uh, were married, um, not specifically by arranged marriage, but my grandfather fell in love with my grandmother, who was a distant relative of his. And uh, my grandmother didn't um, have um, her parents, I mean, never lived with her parents because um, her mother was a geisha and she didn't know who her father was. And her mother, uh, who used to be geisha, she died when she gave a birth to my grandmother. So she did neither of her parents. And uh, she didn't have home. So distant relatives were taking her in turns. And one of the houses she temporarily lived was my grandfather's. And during, while she was staying there, staying there, my grandfather um, fell in love with her, I think. And um, after uh, a, a few years later, after they uh, became grown-ups, my grandfather wanted her to be his wife, and she and he asked his parents to allow um, him to be married with her. And they got married. And I had never seen them having a fight even once. they just such a nice couple. So when the event 
in this episode happened. I felt so strange because I thought they never fought each other. And uh, them having a fight sounded so unusual or weird. And so I imagined something really bad must have happened between them. Otherwise, they didn't fight. Although they themselves never fought, inside their family, fights were rampant uh, because they were multi-generation family, according to uh, an old Japanese custom. So my grandparents lived with, with their daughter and their son-in-law and their children. And so three generations lived together in a big house. And uh, they were a farming family. They were fa farmers, and uh, my grandparents had uh, retired from farming long before, and uh, <clears throat> their daughter and their son-in-law were taking up the family business and uh, did the farming. But the problem was uh, my grandmother controlled everything. She tried to intervene every single thing her daughter's uh, daughter and son-in-law was doing. So she basically didn't allow their own way. She just um, tried to continue her way. And so she kept instructing how to farm as the family. But uh, inevitably, um, um, the their my grandmother's daughter or the son-in-law wanted to work in their way, but my grandmother didn't allow it. And uh, fights 
occur almost every day regarding the work or anything how to raise children she just、um, kept stepping in the、uh, family matters and it's conflicted、um, between two different generations and they argued, disputed. Quarreled every day. But as a wise man, my grandfather、uh, managed to keep distant from those fights. He,、uh, he just、um, tried to、um, stay. In his own room as much as he could and didn't tell them what to do. As like my grandmother did. So、uh, my grandfather repeatedly advised my grandmother not to. Intervene them. He、um, tried to persuade my grandmother to let them do what they want for farming. But my mother simply couldn't stop intervening. And she ignored my grandfather's advice and constantly、um, intervened her daughter's way. And、uh, I suppose that day, that particular day, my grandmother reached the point. Where she couldn't take it any longer. And she took it out to my grandfather. And、uh, she got hysterical, maybe. And she blamed my grandfather that.、Um, She was the only person who tried to、uh, try to make the family business go well, while my grandfather didn't care about it at all. And、uh, that's why fights occurred. But Um, for my grandmother, she was trying to do the right, right thing for her family 
business. And she was always swallowed into、uh, all those disputes and quarrels. But my grandfather was distant and、uh, stayed in his room as if nothing was happening in the family. And she got mad,、uh, got hysterical, blamed him, and uh, uh, tore the war reward certificate in front of him. That certificate was. Issued by the Japanese government when my grandfather returned home from World War II. It was a kind of a, a government paper to show gratitude to a war veteran. And、uh, my grandfather treasured it. So he framed it.、Uh, it was like a big poster, poster. And he framed it and put it up、um, in his room. But that day,、um, when My grandmother was so angry at him,、uh, at, his, at his indifference to the family disputes. She took it down. She took that、uh, reward certificate down, unframed. And tore it、uh, before his eyes. I suppose that certificate was much more important than we all thought. And he just looking at my grandmother tearing it. He left home. He decided to kill himself. I think that certificate was more than a proof of government's gratitude or a proof of his survival. I guess it was something much bigger to him. Like、um, he came home, he returned from the war just for 
my grandmother. Grandmother was the center of his hope during the war to survive. He returned nine years, nine years after the war, after he got initially drafted to the war. So it took him for it took him nine years to come home. And I once heard from him that it was much more harder uh, in a camp as a POW than in a battle itself. He was a, a he battled in China during World War Two, but soon he became a POW in Siberia, in Russia. And he uh, spent about five years or more in that camp as a POW. And that experience was the hardest of his life as a soldier. Because according to him, surviving in a camp was much more difficult than in a battle. Uh, first of all, it was Siberia where the cold was severe and so his fellow soldiers died one after another every day from the cold and also uh, they were uh, shot by uh, by Russian soldiers for fun and many soldier many Japanese soldiers died in a camp uh, and he he saw it every day and uh, he was easy for him to think it was his turn the next morning who died but he tried so hard to come back to my grandmother and he succeeded to do that and received the reward certificate so I think that was a, for him it was a proof to survive for my grandmother, but she herself tore it by saying that that piece of paper 
meant nothing. And he couldn't take it. And he decided to kill himself. He was a such a calm man, so I had never seen him get emotional. So being suicidal was the last thing that suits him. So that incident must have been so critical to him. But thankfully, he changed his mind and didn't kill himself, didn't go to a thumb even, even going there was um, not, didn't happen. So he just um, spent one night at a hotel near the station and came home. But um, my grandmother thought she he went to Atami for sightseeing because my mother tricked her. My mother told a lie to my grandmother for punishment. And uh, she uh, didn't tell the truth that um, he stayed, he had stayed at a hotel. But she said to my grandmother that she didn't know his whereabouts. So when my grandfather came home, he told my grandmother that he went to a dummy for sightseeing, and my grandmother had believed that until she died. And when she heard that my grandfather's story to go to a dummy for sightseeing, she called my mother and told her that um, that lie to my mother. And she, my mother listened to her as a, a pretending she didn't know. And my grandmother said, going to a dummy for sightseeing, it was so funny of him. He's such a strange man. He, he is so funny, she said. And my mother laughed together on the phone, pretending, uh, not knowing anything. Eventually, uh, after that, they uh, never fought again. And uh, in late years, 